Hi guys, welcome to episode 96 of the Convenient Counselor Podcast. My name is Brianna Leach. I'm a wife, a mom of three, and a licensed counselor. And this week, my self-care has looked like new nail polish and yummy snacks during the Super Bowl. And I hope that you are taking moments out of your week to make yourself smile and to take care of yourself. And I'm so thankful you're here listening today. The goal of this podcast is to create a safe space for you to learn more about yourself and about mental health topics on your time. This podcast is not a replacement for actual therapy, which I hope you're pursuing, but I do hope it's a supplement to encourage you and to learn something new. Today, I want to talk to you about why you need to retreat. And I use the term as a verb because it is definitely an action and a choice. Yes, I know it can be a noun as well. The actual definition of it is an act of moving back. So I figure this is a verb. We are talking about times in your life when you need to retreat. You need to withdraw. You need to move back, change courses or perspective a little bit, and take that action in your life. Can you think of a time in your life, whether it's recent or a long time ago, where you intentionally pulled back from the craziness of day-to-day life and took a retreat? This might have been at work. This might have been with a community group or church group. This might have been just your family or even on your own. You took a retreat on purpose and maybe you remember its impact. You remember feeling refreshed, re-energized. Okay, I've cleared my head long enough. We can go towards those goals that we set or I'm ready to be back with my family or I'm ready to start a new chapter. Retreats can be so powerful. And before you say, I don't have the time, energy, finances, open spot in my schedule, I can never take a retreat. I'm here to hopefully change your mind a little bit about that. You can make it work because maybe you need to start with what does a retreat look like in your life? Retreats are an essential component of self-leadership, of self-awareness. It's essential for us to pull back from our normal day-to-day to gain fresh perspective. This isn't just an opinion I have as a counselor. This is something that's been studied and encouraged for CEOs, for leaders of large groups. Even Jesus himself in the Bible retreated from his disciples to go pray or to go be alone and be re-energized and recharged before coming back and doing his work. So this is something I don't need to read all the articles that I have looked up as far as the importance of retreat. Let me distill it down to this. You need it. We all need it. No one is immune to needing a time out from life, from a relationship, from a project, from a team. The act of retreating, as counterintuitive as it sounds, is actually like plugging yourself into a wall to recharge, to gain fresh perspective, to look at things from a different perspective. One of the definitions I love is that retreat 
is to change one's decisions, plans, or attitude, usually as a result of criticism from others or yourself, I would argue. (laughs) Maybe you need to retreat to change your attitude. Maybe things are not going the way you want them to, or you are quickly approaching burnout. As a counselor, I would say, pull back, retreat, regroup. The importance of it is obvious. We see it as sometimes an unattainable thing when we have so many hats to wear or irons in the fire or plates that we're spinning. There's no way I can take a retreat. What are you even talking about? But good news, yes, you can. A retreat is definitely a pulling back, but there is nothing that says it has to be three to five days in another state at a tropical island. (laughs) There's nothing that says it has to be expensive, fancy, Instagram worthy. No, none of that. Did you know that your lunch break at work could be your retreat? Did you know that a 20 minute car drive around your town could be a retreat? Retreats are a very intentional and purposeful act of self-care. My husband and I had the privilege of going on a retreat last week for two nights. We had family that offered to help. It was wonderful. And honestly, at the end of 48 hours, I was recharged to be able to look at things that I had for work, for home, for community commitments. I saw them in a new light because I paused and withdrew from them long enough to kind of get my bearings, to get my feet under me. And if you're able to do a couple nights away, wonderful. And if not, work with what you got. I want to give you a little bit of a framework to use when you are taking the step and going on a retreat or retreating in your daily life. Like I said, this can be a week. This could be an hour. The same principles apply regardless because it is the purposeful act of pulling away from your daily life. So if you've listened to the podcast for very long, you know I like alliteration. So I'm giving you three P's to apply to your retreat. Number one, plan. Retreats don't happen on their own. No one shows up on your front porch and says, you know what? You really need a break. Go, go, go. Here's a plane ticket. (laughs) I would love for that to happen. Maybe that's happened in your life. If so, let me know because I need to meet your friends. But plan. Let's say you're doing a very brief one. Let's say you want to build in retreat to your weekly schedule. Is there an hour you could carve out, whether it's your lunch break, whether it's an hour after your spouse gets home and you just want to go on a walk by yourself to have solo time to retreat. Maybe it's a weekend away you want to have with a friend. It's not going to happen on its own. You have to plan. You have to have conversations with yourself, with your spouse, with your family saying, let's put this on the calendar. And then the second P is purpose. What's the purpose of this retreat? I'm wanting you to understand the difference between a spontaneous getaway or a fun activity is different than a purposeful retreat. A retreat has meaning. Are you wanting to pull away to make a big decision, to have time to 
contemplate and process and pray about something that's in your future? Are you wanting to retreat to solely recharge and do nothing and not engage your brain (laughs) in that moment? There's so much research on meditation retreats and the impact it has on lowering anxiety, depression, high blood pressure that even can still be shown as a byproduct six months later. The science is there. Retreats are powerful, but you do need to plan them and have a purpose. So let's whittle it down to one of the easiest ones. Let's say your hour long lunch break retreat is to connect with your high school self. You go to your car, you turn on that old school lunch hour. (laughs) I'm dating myself, but turning on music from a time in your life where you maybe had less responsibilities. It's so fun and so good for your brain to go there. Or maybe your retreat is with your spouse and you want to take a couple hours out of a weeknight and go listen to songs from when you were dating and transport yourself back to that. It doesn't have to be some super deep world-changing purpose. The purpose can just be, I want to feel like myself. I want to withdraw from life for a little bit. I want to shirk some responsibilities for 30 minutes, for an hour. But none of that's going to happen unless you know your purpose. Because then you'll scroll on your phone for an hour and you'll be like, what was I doing again? (laughs) So planning and purpose. And the third P is process. Now, I'm not talking about the process of how you do something. I'm talking about processing what you did, how you felt after the fact so that you can take notes from your own experience and make it happen again. So getting back from our retreat last week, my husband and I, even on the way back, we were kind of like, man, that was so great. What made it so great? Was it that we ordered out from places? We didn't cook anything. We went to a restaurant. Was it that we came into the retreat with a list of three to four things we both wanted to talk about during that time? because that's absolutely what we did. We wanted to maximize our time together because we knew this was such a gift. This doesn't happen often. In 15 plus years of marriage, we've only done this a few times. So being able to have distraction-free conversations, we wanted to make the most of it. How can you process after you've done the retreat? What stood out to you? What do you wish you would have done more of? What do you wish you would have done less of? Processing The moment processing the experience is just as important as the experience itself. That's coming from your resident podcast therapist. I'm just telling you, kind of like we do in conflict or negative situations, man, what happened? How did that, you know, lead to that? What did we feel about that? It's important to process the good things too. This retreat was impactful because blank. I really wish I would have blank. I'm proud of myself for doing blank. I'll stop saying blank. I'm sorry, (laughs) but you get the point. Process it. I hope you can find time in your week ahead. And I'm talking 15, 20 minutes. If you just want to start there, start small. It doesn't have to be huge. Or maybe start Googling, what's a weekend retreat my spouse and I could go on? Or is there a girl's weekend I could come up with or a guy's weekend I could come up with to retreat from my normal life with the intention of refreshing myself or learning something new, whatever your purpose is in that retreat. You got to plan it. You've got to set a purpose or intentions for that time. And then 
afterwards, on the way back, whenever you want to, process the experience. And then keep that ball rolling and keep doing it. This is a self-leadership practice, the act of retreating, and practice takes time and doing it over and over. You can't just do it one time and expect it to last forever. This is something you can add to your regular self-care toolbox, the process of retreating. Again, doesn't even have to cost a penny, doesn't need to be Instagram worthy, but it does have to be intentional. Thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate each and every one of you that listens weekly, that has left a review or follows on social media. Please, by all means, feel free to share with friends, take a screenshot, post it to your stories, tag at Convenient Counselor and any posts that you make because that just helps get the word out and helps get this information to more people. I'm excited to hear about the retreats that you are gonna take and you're going to plan in your life. And as always, you've got this and I'm cheering you on. See you next week.